When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to episode number 95 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, recorded on Thursday, July 16th, 2009. Today you learn, now is the hour, five branding mistakes, and Facebook breaks 250 million. Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Finances, business, technology. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hey everybody, welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. I am your host, Taylor Merrick, and this, my friends, is the 3-in-1 Podcast, a.k.a. the Internet's most passionate internet radio show. Hello, everybody. Um, You'll have to kind of mind the noise. I'm recording an episode as there in the middle of having a festival at the church right next door to my house. Well, actually, it's across the field, but eh, in the general direction, it's right next door to my house, so you'll hear the occasional banging of drums and such. So if you could tune that out, that would be appreciated. But nothing could stop me from recording this episode. I'm pumped. I cannot wait to get started. Now, you might have remembered, if you're a long-time listener... I usually have the same problem going on roughly around the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th of July because this is when the festival goes on and I do remember in past episodes gone by that I have recorded on this week and the festival has been going on, but that's always been very fun. But welcome if you're a new time listener as well. Now, If you would like to contact the show at any time, if you're inside the United States, you're driving around, the only thing you have access to is a cell phone, you can call toll-free 1-866-867-2860. We'll have the comment played live on the show. As a matter of fact, somebody called in the other day, and this is the comment that they left. Yes, I, my name is Sammy, and I'm inquiring about some information on how to get on American Got Talent. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Well, thanks for that comment, Sammy. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, um, I I wouldn't really be able to help you out with that question, um, answering that. Now, if the rest of you are wondering what I'm referring to, the link to this will be in the show notes, but I wrote some tips on America's Got Talent, and you can find that by going to my website, taylormerrick.com. But... To answer the question, I'm not exactly sure how to. I'm I'm pretty sure that there are some casting agencies that you have to get a hold of. Um, I would check America's Got Talent, check their website, and mull around a little bit to see if you can find some contact information and then contact them to see who you would need to get a hold of in your city for casting calls and auditions and then persevere. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. And I would definitely 
love to see you if you make it out there on America's Got Talent, if you made it on the show. But that that's really as much as I can help you out there, Sammy. So I hope that helps you. Do you see how simple that is? You can just leave an audio comment. Now, if you're outside of the U.S., you can send me an email, taylor at taylormerrick.com. Otherwise, comments are welcome at any time on my blog, taylormerrick.com, as well as if you want to send a conversation to me over Facebook or over Twitter, really all you got to do is search my name. You'll find me really easily, facebook.com forward slash taylormerrick or twitter.com forward slash taylormerrick. Um, either... I'm there either way. but And if you want this comment to be mentioned on the show, let me know beforehand if you're writing this over Facebook or Twitter. Otherwise, I'll just answer it, and I'll never share it with the rest of the audience here. So, But now that that is out of the way, why don't we go ahead and get started in the show content? Ooh, and I got surprising news. So if you listen right after this... I have some really good news you'd want to take a listen to. But for today, listening to episode number 95 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast. For finances today, now is the hour. For business, five branding mistakes. And for technology, Facebook breaks $250 million. The Taylor Merrick Podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting. I've used their products and services before, and they have a really solid down-pat service to offer you guys and i would recommend this i use it myself what go to meeting allows you to do is you're able to be more productive and get more done in less time be able to work and meet from anywhere this is an all you can meet it's it doesn't say oh you can only have so many meetings per month you can have unlimited meetings per month no overages this is an awesome service and now they're offering voice over ip which means you can talk via your computer or your phone and i'm going to give you a 30 day trial for free all you have to do is visit go to meeting.com slash see the power that go to meeting has that's go to meeting.com forward slash tech podcasts finances change your mindset and start increasing that financial activity all right and now to get into finances now is the hour you might be wondering, well, what in the world kind of a finance topic is this? I mean, you've, you're sitting here, what are you, playing some sort of game? Are you, is this from Halo 3? If you're a game junkie and you know the Halo series, you know where I'm coming from on this. Halo 3, for those of you who know, <laughs> is where now is the hour, where it all happens, where it comes to the climax and a decision has to be made. And, well, consequently, whatever consequences come out of it and rewards and benefits and curses, that's what comes out of it. But let's think of this in a financial sense. And I am not going off of any notes here, guys, other than this title. So I'm not reading this off of another website. I'm not reading up a script that I've typed off. As a matter of fact, the way I've run my podcast since the beginning is I talk from my mind, rarely ever read articles or posts or things of that nature except for technology because with technology I like reporting the cold hard facts and then putting my own spin on it. In the financial sense, now is the hour. 
you've had some training. If you've been listening to my podcast, if you've been listening to Dave Ramsey, who I think is a wonderful person and helpful a lot in the Christian finances realm. Otherwise, one person who has been real influential to me would be Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, helping you understand there's different mindsets and and how to control your finances and how to bring them under your reign and how to actually get them going rather than having it be a dead horse sitting there and not moving at all and you're dragging it along, actually gets up and goes. You've had all the training. You've had all this knowledge. You know exactly what to do. The only question that remains is, are you going to take action? What are you going to do about this? What you've learned, are you going to apply it or not? Are you going to take this and actually use it to your benefit rather than have it be a curse? It's a completely different mindset when you think about it. And those of you who have gone through the series, who have listened to past episodes of mine, who have gone through Dave Ramsey or Robert Kiyosaki or whoever else, you can see that. Don't put this off another minute. You've seen what it can do. You've seen the power. Now is the hour to take action. And what determines those who make it further in life are those who take a stance, make the decision, and move forward from this hour forward and continue on, following what they've learned, applying what they've been taught, and heeding their mentor's advice. Now, you notice I say mentor, not teacher, but heeding their mentor's advice and going forward. There are those who sit by the sidelines. There are those who sit there and insert whatever reason that they can't do it. They're not smart enough. They're not, they don't know what to do. It's not their DNA. They're not destined for financial independence. They're destined to be in the middle of poor, poor class for the rest of their life. There are those who conjure up multitudes of excuses as to why, oh, I can't do this. You know, I, you know, no, I, I, I've had all this training. I just don't want to do this. If you're that person, you will not make it very far in your financial life. You'll become stagnant. At the very least, you'll start sliding backwards. But those who say, I am going to take a stance on what I have learned. Now is the hour. I'm going to take this. I'm going to apply it. And I'm going to start moving forward towards financial independence are those who ultimately who continue on. Which person are you? Have you made the decision? Are you thinking of making the decision right now? Don't hold off. Don't put this off. Don't have this sit by the wayside. It's on your mind. You're sitting here thinking about it. You've had the training. You know exactly what to do. You need to take action. I sincerely hope that you make the right decision. Hope to see you on the other side. And hope to see you become financially independent. Not have to worry about where your income is coming from. Because that has been 
all set. So it's basically what I wanted to say for finances. I might have been in a roundabout way of saying it. I might have said a couple things a couple times, but I really wanted to get this point across. Now is the hour. You need to take action. If you have thoughts on this, if you have comments, if you think I'm completely wrong on where I'm going with this, feel free to let us know. Feel free to let me know. If you're in the U.S., simply call 1-866-867-2860. Leave an audio comment. Otherwise, you can send me an email, taylor at taylormerrick.com. Otherwise, you can leave a comment on the blog post. This is episode number 95. That's just what I wanted you to think about for today. Now is the hour. I'll wrap it up for finances. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No ease. That's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Blueberry dot com. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. business. It's not about working harder, but smarter. Now this tip I learned actually helped me take my business that much farther so that... Now as for business, I found, and it took quite a while of digging around for this, but I found a couple good tips. If you're interested in branding, personal branding, business branding, whatever it is. And I love the series that I did on branding, about audio branding, about visual branding, about smell branding, oddly enough, and I love that episode. You can always go back to it and listen to past episodes at any time. I mean, there's no holding you back here. If you want to listen to past episodes, feel free to go ahead and do that. Feel free to dip your fingers in a wealth of information that's out there for you. And I hope that helps you. But... Five branding mistakes, and I'll have a link to this in the show notes. This is from entrepreneur.com, and this is actually written by a branding consultant of 25 years. Now, here are five she would caution you against. Mistake number one, equating branding with communications. And she says, yes, branding includes communications, but if your branding strategy is all about messaging and advertising and nothing about business strategy or people, then you won't be able to deliver on your communications. If you have lousy customer service, telling people it's great will only drive customers away faster. But investing in training and infrastructure to improve service will enable you to market your great service and still look yourself in the mirror as more information about companies and products is available online. A great company and product are your brand's only defense. Now, if you want a good company, you ever want to compare this against to see how well they're doing, I would say try Wells Fargo. Now, I'm not only just touting this for the reason that I'm an employee there, but also because I have not seen a company last as long as Wells Fargo has 150 plus years they've been around and they're still around and believe me they're going to be around for a while and even before I was an employee when I was a customer not was well 
was in the past since, still customer now since. But before I was an employee and banking with Wells Fargo, I could see the branding that was in there. And they kept, it, it was not just about communications and messaging and advertising. They have this huge infrastructure, the employees, the customer service, the products and services they provide, everything that they do, all the systems that work together, make Wealth Fargo what it is. If you want a good company to look at, if you want a good company to dig your hands into to figure out a lot about this branding stuff, I'd point you to Wealth Fargo. But that's enough of my personal rambling. Mistake number two that she says is branding on price. Don't do it. Basing your brand on your low price is a race to the bottom, and someone will always be you there. Now, even if your prices are the same as your competitors' prices, you need to give clients compelling reasons beyond price to buy from you. What's the difference between the product offered by Morton Salt and a supermarket's house brand of salt? Not much. The difference in pricing? 14%. That margin is due to how well Morton has built up the intangible parts of its brand. Establish trust with your customers and you can breathe a lot easier when the newest competitor undercuts your price. Mistake number three, she says, is changing your promise. Like a dog sniffing at a fire hydrant, every time a new marketing vice president is brought into a company, there's a risk she'll try to change the brand or put his or her mark on it. Now, while your brand promise should be relevant and up-to-date, making a wholesale change from, say, being an educational leader to being an innovation leader will only confuse your market. Are you ready to change your tagline or your logo? Companies get tired of their own marketing way before the market does. Well, of course, you live within it day in and day out, and they only see it once in a while. Remember when Jack in the Box killed his ping-pong ball-headed CEO? Customer sentiment brought him back, but the company was smart enough to do so in a new updated way. Whatever you do, don't let your visual brand identity and messaging force changes in your brand promise. See mistake number one. Number four, overpromising. The least expensive way to brand yourself is to have your customers do it for you. How do you get them to become evangelists? By underpromising and overdelivering. Fight the temptation to sound better than you are. Promise what you can deliver, then do it. Are you the fastest? They don't give customers a long voicemail message to listen to before they can act. Are you the friendliest? Well, don't let your employees badmouth clients behind their backs. Are you the coolest? Then make sure your lobby looks awesome and has wow power. Alongside this advice, I recommend that you focus your brand message. Don't try to be all things to all people. Figure out the most compelling part of your promise and build that up rather than try to communicate 10 different elements of your brand promise. And the fifth and final mistake is Me Too branding. I can't tell you of how many entrepreneurs have said, if I only get X percent of the market, I'll be rich. You have to give your customers a compelling reason to give you their business to get that percentage. You can't expect to siphon off business from the market leader without a substantive reason. Don't try to be like other companies. Be yourself. There will be a sub-segment of the market that likes what you do better than what market leader does, and that's the percentage of the market you can skim off. Instead of emulating competitors, be different. If you're competing against Starbucks, zig when it zags. Make your decor unique. Encourage customers to play board games, roast beans on the site, or have coffee-tasting parties. Get your own buzz on. Steer clear of these mistakes and you'll be well on your way to branding nirvana. 
being known for your compelling and differentiated value. Think about this for a while. Do you see how powerful this is and where this could be going in your business? This is some powerful stuff. Now, if you want to listen to this again, all you have to do is hit the rewind button and you can listen to it again. Otherwise, if you'd like to leave a comment, if you'd like to get up on a soapbox and speak, nobody's holding you back. You can leave an audio comment. 1-866-867-2860. You can send me an email if you have a question, taylor at taylormerrick.com, or you can leave a blog post on the site taylormerrick.com for episode number 95. That is all for business. Technology. This is what happened today and is causing quite a stir. As for actually how to do this, now this gadget I thought was very neat today, and I'll actually show you how it works. Now, as for technology today, it is Facebook crashes through another milestone 250 million users. And that's kind of the long version of the title. And a link to this article will be in the show notes. And it's from computerworld.com. Interestingly enough, Facebook is now at a quarter of a billion users. And Facebook is still knocking over the <laughs> whatever barriers are in its path to becoming the most popular website. I kind of miss the old days of Facebook. When it was just for when they had opened it up to college and high schoolers. That was the day when it was a select small little group of people who felt special and felt important. But now we're not. Now we're kind of swallowed up into Facebook open to everybody and everything, including pets, including plants, including planets, including businesses. So definitely interesting there, the way Facebook has changed themselves over the years. But this was actually announced yesterday, July 15th. But continuing its apparent bid to rule the internet, Facebook today, <clears throat> July 15th, reached yet another key milestone. Just a little more than three months after welcoming its 200 millionth user, the social networking site announced that Facebook now hosts 250 million people. And that news comes on the same day that the Nielsen Company reported that people spend more time on Facebook than any other website. And <clears throat> I would say partly due to the fact that most of you are doing quizzes. <laughs> and... I'm not going to leave myself out of that. Um, I'm, I'm part of the quizzing group. I'll take a quiz every so often. As a matter of fact, that's what I used to do a whole long time ago, which was only roughly about a month or two ago. I took quizzes left and right. But Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, he wrote in a blog post, the 250 million of you on Facebook are what gives Facebook life and makes the site meaningful to everyone using it, so we thank you. Each person who joins makes Facebook better by adding a presence to the site that friends and family can connect with and feel closer to. For us, growing to 250 million users isn't just an impressive number. It's a mark of how many personal connections all of you have made and how far we at Facebook have to go to extend the power of connection to the billions of people around the world. Now, Facebook celebrated its fifth anniversary on February 4th. It has absolutely crushed 
MySpace, which <laughs> was the pioneer of the social networking phenomenon, and monthly page view counts. And Facebook and is continuing to grow. MySpace is continuing to die, which is exactly uh, what I've been thinking along the lines of it. And it's something that me and I believe the majority of other website designers and graphic designers and coders and people who have been on the web have finally said, let the horse die already. Ugh. I cannot tell you the untold horrors within MySpace, but... That's just my own personal opinion. Believe me, when I look at it, um, at the personal pages, I just want to gag. And, um, if you want me to speak about it more, I'm not going to speak about it more here. But if you want me to speak about it more, <laughs> send me a message and let me know. And I'll be more than happy to let you know why I hate MySpace. The coolest thing about Facebook is clearly who is fueling Facebook's growth. Now, there was a report released last week by iStrategy Labs. And it showed that Facebook is growing in popularity by attracting many users who are far older than its traditional college audience. Granted, college audiences who helped get it where it was, who felt like a little special niche, and, and well, their numbers show that Facebook's U.S. and high school and college-age users are declining over the past six months. Popularity among the 55 and older crowd is booming. Now, as a matter of fact, with this crowd, it showed a staggering growth, 513.7% over the past six months. That is impressive. And I, I'm, I'm for one pleased to see the older group, the older crowd joining Facebook and seeing them welcomed into the family and seeing them finally getting involved in the internet, getting involved in the social media, getting involved into what the internet is compared to what it was compared to its non-existence. So, definitely cool there. Definitely impressive, and I'm proud of it. I'm pretty sure the next milestone will be 300 million going on 1 billion with Facebook users. But, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. If you have thoughts, if you have questions, if you have comments, ideas, there are three ways to contact me and more. Main three being, number one, you can call toll-free in the U.S., 1-866-867-2860. Two, you can email me, taylor at taylormerrick.com. Number three, you can leave a comment out at taylormerrick.com, blog post number 95. That will wrap it up for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, ideas, or want to continue the conversation, go toll-free. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or taylormerrick.com. One last thing before I go, see you on Zeradar Zijahavas. Coffee tape. Yeah, coffee. I cannot talk today. 
save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.